advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. With no Sofa. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. With no You say funny things. We made it. We're a little discombobulated. A little bit. I guess this is a Friday episode if you're listening to this on Fuckface Peasant Time. Yep. Um, if you listened to it earlier because you're a fabulous patron of the show, uh, it's not Friday, but Friday will come. That's true. So, you know, just I got little, all discombobulated for little, sure, man. Yeah. This bottle optimism. was there and I was like... Well, I was like, what's supposed to happen first? The clink or the bell? And then like after I realized, after I hit the bell... And you did the clean. I was like, oh, yeah, that's fucking, that was wrong. Yeah. I saw the <laughs> panic in Brent's eyes. Yeah. I wasn't panicking because it smells so know, weird. I think I, don't that, really care. I, I cleaned this glass because I just don't trust this fucking carbon fiber future glass. Yeah. It's glass just, on the inside. I know, but it's like, I feel like it's like a plastic cup. Once you mm. drink milk out of it, it's fucking wrecked. Like you can't mm. ever drink out man. of it again. Mm, the caramel notes on this thing. That's oh, why I'm going to pour more in this glass and do it with this glass. Oh, man. This has such a, that's, man. So this isn't technically for the whiskey wall. This was a housewarming present for Brent from yes. Axel Anaya. Yeah. And it's the Dalmore 15. And we've got the Dalmore and we've got the Dalmore uh, Port 12. Well, Dalmore we get the 12, 12 the and, the, and the Port, whatever that is. Port cask. Port, is that what it is? And then uh, so. Matt D. Adams brought by a cigar blend that he, that he wasn't sharing. Yeah, Port, he, like, yeah, yeah. he shared it. Port but he's like, this is not for you, but I'm gonna give you a drink. He like, came to yeah. town, let me have a drink of it, and then left town with it. Yeah, which can't blame him. Right. Port, yeah. Port Wood is, is that one. This so. is the 15. <clears throat> that was wrong. The clink there. Was... Dave's sick. He's keeping his clink distant. Oh man. God. Mm. I got goosebumps. Oh my god. Not just because it's supposed to be good, but because it is good. That shit's crazy, man. Damn. As I mean, that is like the, that might be the smoothest whiskey I've ever had. I don't know. That was so. But I've had a few <clears throat> tonight, you know. So maybe you know it gets easier nah, to drink. That's no, not. that is crazy smooth, dude. Yeah. There's a, the is flavor there a, on that. Is there a little skunk on the end. A little of it? skunk on yeah. the end of it. I didn't get that really. There's like a yeah. little bitter, <clears throat> very caramely. Uh, there's like a skunky bitter. bitter thing on the it's back of my tongue. It's not skunky though for me. Man, that's I really got skunk good. from it. I'm bu- I'm getting some of that shit. A hint of smoke. There's there's a few things I'm gonna buy, and and oh one of them, God. yeah, I'm getting I'm getting <clears> the <throat> Chivas, the Mizanura Chivas, and the Dalmore. Man, Oof. I'm gonna have to drink the twelve or the Portwood and that, too. and figure out like what which one you yeah, like. which one I want. Uh, I'm gonna get a bottle of the Bianchi, <laughs> Bianchi, Bianchi. Yeah. How does Zach do uh, it? He maxes out a card or something, and then pays it off all year, and then he bu- he opens up a, again. He opens up a new card. Where like your first purchase is zero percent APR, and then he goes to a liquor store and buys like a like one purchase everything he wants right. because it's one purchase of like, zero. He buys crazy so shit he though, buys like crazy, whistle like, pig and a bunch of shit. Like 
Like he'll, buy, he'll like, knock out like $500 worth of whiskey and 0% APR, and then he just pays a little bit per month, knocks it out, and then next year he does the same. Do yeah, if, I, if I wanted it, though, I'm just going to – like if it's a $200 bottle, yeah. I'll just pay the $200 and right. have it because you're not going to drink. You know what I mean? And a lot of stuff like this, like this Lost Distilleries, I think these are only like 60 or 80 bucks, like maybe right. $80. A ton of our great stuff. And, like uh, Before the show, uh, Brad was pointing at the shelf like just the concentration <laughs> of what amazing stuff is right there. <clears throat> And it's because it's the shelves. It's like, I, I need to get those labels, but it's Kerry Wobey and it's Sammy Walsh and it's Matt D. Adams. Like, it's that sh- cluster of those people that bought us so many bottles and good, good stuff. Good like, shit, man. I mean, there's a ton of great stuff from everybody. Like, it, yeah. it's just crazy. Like, we're yeah. so lucky. Like, I never would have tasted any of this shit. No. I mean, it's just fucking crazy. No, I just recently watched, a, there was like a video where a guy broke down, like a mixologist broke down all of, the, which one is that? That fucking Bianchi, yeah. Bianchi, whatever yeah. it is. Oh my god! He broke down all the the Johnny Walker flavors and prices and what the differences are and and so forth. And <clears throat> he like walked through all of them. And then at the end of it, I was like, like at one point he didn't have a bottle of Johnny Walker Green, but he still talked about it. Right. You know, and said, "I'm sorry, I don't have that bottle, whatever." But then he never. There was no bottle of the XLR. Oh, right. And he like John Walker. Like, it's the same though. Yeah. John, John Walker and son. Well, it's the same. But then at the yeah. very oh, end, the XR21. He said, the XR21. Yeah. And he said, but at the end, there is one other category and I don't have any of the bottles here to show you. And it was that. And there's like four other ones yeah. that oh, are wow, all really? just like one time offerings. And he was like, the cheapest of these uh, comes in at $300. The most expensive comes in at $3,500. And I don't have any of them to show you. And then he talked through them and I was like, fuck but I yeah I, mean, it was very I don't care how rich this shit right imagine. here i would have a glass of it i don't think i'd buy a bottle this though. this lost distilleries man um man here's the th- that's the thing though like man. like people you know man. you speculate like what would you do if you were rich and it's like i wouldn't you know i'd live in a nicer house than i live in right now i'd probably live in a better city than i live in right now and my life wouldn't really change that much. I wouldn't no, spend money on I clothes. I'm doing the I wouldn't same spend shit. money on yeah, a fucking I'm doing car. The same shit. But the one thing that I would, I like I my would whiskey, whiskey game, you my whiskey what? game would fucking seriously. I was trying to examine my current like practice, and there's a couple things that I'm willing to spend money on. And it's like, fuck, this sounds silly, but it's like bread, cheese. Like there's things that are like, I will only get the good shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Best foods, mayonnaise. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I'm, I'm living yeah. large, bro. I only get yeah. best foods. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at home. You're not getting, yeah. You're not getting none of this other bullshit. Yeah. But like, I think maybe I would, you know what I mean? Like you get simply orange juice. You get fucking the Tillamook cheese. You know what I mean? You get yeah. the fucking or Sargento Velveeta. or something. Like, yeah, you're getting Velveeta mac yeah. and cheese, not the yeah, fucking. You're getting, yeah, yeah, you're not getting. You're getting the fucking squeeze no, I would, pack. I would definitely like my whiskey game. I would because right now I've got my collection of good shit that I sip on every so often after a fucking hard day or to celebrate something or whatever. Yeah. I've got like a couple of mid range bottles, See, and then I've got like generic shitty daily drinking. I think it's I think, hurt my I think you're right to have this at my house and drink it. <coughs> I think you're right too, though. Like we're. And and really just our appreciation to the patrons and our appreciation, even if you're not a patron and you've sent us whiskey, because that's, I mean, people send us whiskey it's amazing. and they're not necessarily a patron. Thank you. Because we're able to like, I wouldn't go, I, I'm, if I was looking online and I seen, you know, the Nobushi Never and it's, it and it's $80 and I'm like, wow, that looks kind of cool. Are you going to try it? I'm probably not going to fucking yeah, buy it. Yeah. I got to try it. Yeah. Right. I can sit here and I can pick out five different bottles right now. And just be like, I know this shit is fucking fantastic. It's worth every penny. I'll go buy. It's worth every fucking penny. Joshua Piley. Yeah. I think I say it. This fucking Magnus. This shit is crazy good. Yeah. Yeah. I was having that episode. And and so, um, 
Yeah, and I can just be like, yeah, I'm going to get a bottle of that. I'm going to get a bottle of that. And then immediately have a five or six or eight bottles mm-hmm. of a mm-hmm. very good selection of whiskey that yep. all taste completely different and know exactly what it is. And I can yep. be like, I want that right now because that's what I want. Right. You know, and, and that's fucking cool. And it's amazing. Yeah. I could come down here and be like, oh, you know what? I haven't tried any of these in fucking three years. Yeah, I want to try what, that Let me try that one. Like, yeah. maybe that's good. Maybe the Buffalo Trace, maybe I didn't like it at the time. Maybe my opinions changed because my whiskey palate has changed. Just like I didn't used to eat onions. You know what and I mean? That's what's now cool I'm about this fucking, collection yeah. is like, if, if it's a week where we don't have a, a new bottle to try, and I'm usually going to have a little snort before we start. It's like, I'll, where do I want to pick? Oh, fuck. I don't even yeah. remember what that one tasted like. Yeah. I haven't had it in four years. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Let me try that one. And it's always a pleasant surprise. Like, I really know, know. like the Burnside whiskey. I, I know that mm-hmm. I really like the Burnside whiskey. Like, yeah. you know remember what I mean? This? The, the fucking Ryan Hunley Quiet Man. <laughs> yeah. I, quiet I had to put good. this motherfucker yeah. away. Because yeah. look at it. Uh, I was going to kill it. Yeah. yeah. You're killing it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very. And I know shit I would stay away from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just super cool. So. so thank all of you who have ever sent us a bottle. <clears throat> and thank all of you who are thinking of sending us a bottle. Um, but we, we do appreciate it. And the Whiskey Wall is a glorious thing. Yeah. And what's the website for the Whiskey Wall? It's uh, sofakingwhiskeys.com, I think. Yeah. yeah. And you can see what, all, of our, sure. all of our selections Fifth largest on the Whiskey collection Wall. in California. Right. Out of 40 so million I'm, I'm people. I'm questioning that shit now because <laughs> I was at Dagny's on Saturday or something, yeah. and this guy walked up. I can't think of his name right now, but he worked at PG&E. He's now retired, and I know him from just passing by. PGE. PGE, so PGE. I don't know from California. Yeah. Um, he was talking to another guy on the patio, and he was like, yeah, between me and my two sons, we have a thousand bottles of whiskey. Mm. And I was like, whoa, but whoa. they could have a bunch of duplicates yeah. too. Yeah, I've seen some pictures of collections and it's like, I really like the Nobushi and all of a sudden it's only 40 bucks at BevMo and they'll buy four bottles. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to stack them up or whatever. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. I don't mean like people someone keep, having people four keep bottles. Quantity. But I mean like the sun, they all have Johnny Walker Black. As far as selection. As far as, yeah, they could have 20 bottles of Jack Daniels fucking whatever. Yeah. So and that's yeah, the other that's, thing I really like about our collection is a lot of the most the most it's crazy com- stuff you never yeah, see. Yeah, most of the most Regional. common and basic whiskey that you would expect to see, we really don't have on the wall. Like yeah. Yeah. a lot of the stuff you'd you'd get at any bar as a well drink, we just don't have it here. Like we've got yeah. a lot of unique regional cool shit, you know. Yeah. And that's what I really appreciate the most is like when someone's like, yeah, there's this little distillery one town over. Yeah. And I picked up a bottle there and sent it to you because I know you're never going to be in fucking Massapunqua or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like, Massapunqua. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like you're you're not going to walk into a bar and they're going to have a bottle from Australia. No. You know what I mean? Like they might right. have something from Europe or yeah. something. Or even Oregon. Like you're not going to be on the East Coast and find some fucking Oregon whiskey probably. Right. Right. Brian Sandrini you know? came down here and he was like, you know, he, he's like, yeah, he's you guys have a, a cool variety. Like it's just, you know, he's a bartender. Yeah. He knows yeah. fucking whiskey. Not a bartender. He's a bar owner. Yeah. And has been for fucking 20 years, you know. Yeah. He knows. There's shit in here you just have never seen. Yeah, yeah so. I, I, we get stuff, and I'm like, I've never seen. And that, there's still you know? so much more. Like you went to that fucking oh, superstore, the superstore you're talking bucket, about, dude. Yeah, oh, even yeah. going to Trader Joe's, you're like, fuck, look I at all these cool bottles. Yeah. Look yeah. at all those cool bottles, Jesus Christ. But just because they're cool bottles, I mean, they taste good. Right. But there's a certain you know? uh, like collector mentality that kicks in for no, me. No, it does kick in. And I'm for like, me. I just want the bottle because I don't I have do. the bottle. I just want a bottle of that mm-hmm. at the house, like that. Like, and I'm start like every month, I'm buying a a decent bottle of whiskey and just putting it in the collection. Like once a month, get a bottle, put it in the collection. 
we've now we've started a thing. Huh? Like just just you from, made me do it. I don't have a hobby. <clears throat> no, just I don't have a hobby. I have like five. I'll start jobs. selling magic just cards from, and buying whiskey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just from doing that, I've already got like a totally decent collection that I'm happy with. And every so often, just gonna, it's like I want a decent drink. I'm like, oh look, all the, I've got all this fucking shit to choose from. I'm gonna sell some magic cards and be like, oh, it's two. Oh wow, that's a nice two thousand dollar bottle of whiskey. Yeah, like, it's just magic cards. <laughs> yeah, so I can, here, Dave, check this out. <coughs> yeah, Brad will outdo us for sure. Oh, That'll for sure, crazy for sure. No, so I don't, I don't just, I just, I just don't drink at home. I really do want. There's certain bottles I want um, to have, mm. uh, but I just don't drink at home. Really, I, I don't have the time to relax really because i always I have like, i always have a nightcap maybe i, I should a, I maybe i should cap. do that i have a nightcap every um, night i feel like it relaxed like just drinking this second yeah. glass just of the of the bianchi um i've, I've it calms me down a little yep. bit if, if, i have a so. i have one i have one drink yeah. every night i never, never have more i maybe than should that. do that i, I might just, should start doing that one drink yeah. takes the edge <laughs> I should off start my drinking brain. every night well yeah. not even every night but just like if i feel tense or i feel you know um i'm maybe i'm hurting you know what i mean like i'm anxious Maybe just have a drink because it really does. Like I, I feel like I, we had the drink at the Dalmore, and then and then just a few sips of this, and I feel, I feel a lot calmer. I yeah, feel you good. Do. It's you pretty know, rare so. for me to drink at home. I, I keep that bottle of Buffalo Trace. Yeah. that's all. That's because it's just it's good. Well, I, now you got Dalmore fifteen. I know, man. That's fucking crazy that I have that. Let that be the beginning of your collection. Yeah, sir. Yeah. It used to be Pendleton. That was my thing. That's yeah, cheap. Switched cheap to. Bullshit. I mean, now so it was Buffalo Trace, twenty bucks, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't you know. guys are gonna make me go to ride it. If me and Brad don't go to Firestone right after this, depends on when we get done. <laughs> I probably will go to ride. I don't. Oh, I don't oh you guys want to go to ride it? <laughs> We're going on a whiskey little trip because yeah. you can get a couple really good things. They oh, have yeah. some decent Swing stuff by Bedmo. <laughs> it's too far out of the way. Not for me. <laughs> no, I know. Well, it is, is out of the way. Yeah. Totally. But, yeah. Plus, Bevmo's on Instacart. I don't ever need to go out there. Oh wow! Yeah, but how much does that cost for him? Imbibe's on my way home. Imbibe's on my way home. So that's the thing, though. I mean, for me to go to Bevmo and back, I'm spending an hour in the car. No, from where I live. Yeah, no. totally. Right. <laughs> the time about 15, 20 minutes. James tried to do that. To Take me about the other ten day. minutes to get there. Uh, maybe thirty minutes. You'd be thirty minutes in the car with no traffic. Bakersfield has gotten fucking big though. There is some shit big, where you dude. feel There's like you have to go traffic. to. Yeah, I know, but not at like <coughs> not late. Dave's dying. I know. Oh, I remember God. Dave wouldn't even come see us because he was going to get COVID. And now he's just coughing all now over. Now he's us. trying to give it to us. <laughs> fucking... Well, now I know it's not COVID. So. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, anyway. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Any uh. Any who? El Yucateco stories? Who? Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, spicy. It's, it's delicious. It's the king of flavors. Since 1968. It's the it best is. thing that ever happened to you. You uh, just don't know it yet. I was telling I somebody like about um, we were talking about barbecue or something. I was like, oh yeah, sweet baby rays and and king cobra and some and some egg tickle black king in there. Cobra. Nice. I don't remember yeah. that being part of the equation. Yeah, really? Yeah. Like you make the marinade with king cobra baby. Yeah, sweet king baby cobra. Rays. Okay. Yeah, sweet baby rays and and uh, black. It, or I guess it, it can depend. You could put red in or triple X if you wanted to. Depends on what you're having. Red would be good on chicken. <sighs> Sounds so fucking good. I'm yeah. so hungry. I, that's why I was like looking forward to Firestone because there's only a few things I could eat right now or else I'm having salami tortilla sandwiches, like low-carb yeah. tortillas and salami. Well, that's good. well, we're in 15 minutes in if we, uh, we kind of ever get to it. Yeah, we get to this topic. of the Maybe if we escape the 15 here. Yeah. Um, we still can't though because we got to talk about our patrons. Shit. We're not. We're not yeah. gonna make it, bro. Because no, we got an hour seven thirty eight. It closes eight. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I'm not eating gonna tortillas and shit. Yeah, I'll make it. So send you a uh, picture. 
our patrons. We like to thank our patrons every episode. Shout out some names of patrons. Which we just thank you. List. The whiskey people. <clears throat> we did thank the whiskey people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are interested in supporting the show, you can go to patreon.com uh, black slash King podcast. Little as a dollar, you get all of our bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of free T-shirts and swag and stuff. Yeah, having a remix. <laughs> Trying my best not yeah. to. Call. It's going to get worse. Yeah. I just realized I, had, I, did, I pulled a brand. Mm. I hadn't eaten anything. Yeah. Since this morning, No, I'm not tossed. I just I really feel. I got, yeah, I got a buzz. Yeah. There's like a cheese yeah. stick up there and some salami stuff in the yeah, fridge. If you want, bro. Ooh, that sounds so our first patron to shout out this month is Nicole Winningham. Wow. Winningham. Yeah. They used to call her win- well, they used to call her winning cunt, and they changed <clears> that the ham. after they won the ham contest yeah. in the 1600s. Yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Wondering. Like, yeah. you look at the the history of a name. It's like Baker. someone someone had the winning ham. Yeah, yeah. Like so much so that the whole it's like I mean, oh, pig, you pig almost, farmers. Or yeah, something, you need right? to go out to you need to go out to Dale's house. Uh, which Dale? Uh, the one that with the winning ham. Yes. Oh, Dale with the winning ham. Yeah, we'll winning ham, yeah. yeah, I, know I literally think that probably or, like or originated from like pig farming. Or probably right. From a fair, well, winning ham. I mean, fair, yeah. yeah. It could be you know it's something, but yeah. you know it could be something else. But could it could be. be something. Could be something. Yeah, I think I think of winning ham like you you like you have canned hams. Very British. <clears throat> yeah, like you have canned hams and like you sell them. You know, it's winning ham. You know, you go pick up a Winningham for Thanksgiving, <laughs> for Christmas. Him. What's that? You yeah. lost me halfway what? through that. What, what do you mean? You hams. don't sell the hams? <coughs> I don't know. I don't sell the hams. You don't well, sell the hams. your name be selling ham? <laughs> you could be. But you have the Winningham, though. Oh, you know, okay. Selling so ham or winning selling ham. the Winningham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Winningham, yeah. Winning so next, poo. we have Simply Jonas, but the way that this list is printed, I, th- for a second, thought it was Jonas January. That's pretty sweet. That's like fucking that. awesome, is what that. That's like a that's like a DC villain. That, <laughs> Jonas, jo- Jonas that, January tries to that's kill a black Batman. dude. Yeah, black yeah. dude named Jonas January. Yeah, I like it. Definitely. That's a DC guy though. Yeah, he's like yeah, not yeah, very yeah. good. He's, he's fighting Batman. Yeah. Very scrawny. Powers. Yeah, he very scrawny. To, he tries to ruin everybody's January. He has a stupid know. laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have a father for sure. <laughs> yeah. So that's you know so, fatherless stupid yeah. laugh. You know the guy. Yeah, Jonas January. Jonas January. Jonas January. Yeah. What's his real name? Just what, what? Actually, I lost it there. What happened there? You <laughs> converted it to Jonas January. Jonas, just Jonas. Oh, yeah. but then I thought it was. He's Jonas a Weezer January. fan, is why. Yeah. So my name is Jonas. That's a little, yeah. little Weezer thing, I think. Is it? I like Maybe. Weezer. I do too. Hmm. Huh. Then we have Reese Till. Cool. Till what? Till what? Till what? <laughs> Reese. Till they get tired. Till next time. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Reese Till Aaron Ellis. Oh, because that's, that's the next person weird. on the list. That's the next one, yeah. Don't make your last name a segue to the next one. <laughs> no, <name>. exactly. <laughs> shout out. You just went to Aaron Ellis. Now we talk about Aaron Ellis. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And his grand. Maybe it's island. the same person, and when you get to that person, that's when that's what they are. They're they're like a right. shape shifting. They were Reese. Yeah, they're like a shape shifting baby. Ellis. They yeah, they're a shape shifting baby transsexual <clears throat> demon. <clears throat> right, and then they turned into Aaron Ellis. Yes. Yeah. Which is you? Is it a boy or a girl? Uh, right. it's an AA Ron. I'm just saying, it's an AA Ron. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, they have an island. We know they have an yeah. island. Yeah, they, they do, do have an island. Yeah. They yeah. do. That's impressive. Until they're Reese, though. <laughs> yeah, till Reese. Yeah. yeah, till Reese. They just have peanut butter cup. Till recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Till recently. So thank you, patrons. Uh, means a lot to us, uh, not just financially, but it really does <laughs> prop us up and support us when we're having a hard time. Finding motivation to do the show, it really is like. I mean, we know that there's a <laughs> it lot. It sounds of like people, you're saying that you want, that, you know, when we don't want to do the show because they're paying us, you 
No, aside from no, aside from the oh, pay, okay, okay. Like yeah. when we don't want to do the show, it's like the fact that oh, these that we people have are like patience. committed oh, to us and really want to hear it. It's like that means something, and it's like For no, sure. I got to double down. You don't have to lie. Show, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but you don't have to lie about it. And go to podbelly.com um, if you're interested in pods or bellies. Um, that's the place to go to find new podcasts, information about podcasts. That's podbelly.com. Pavlovian. Did we say that program. in the other episode? No, I don't think not. you did. I don't think you did. That's all right. I know oh, the guy. Yeah, I know yeah. the guy that runs that place. Yeah, a little okay. discombobulated. Yeah, we are. So our topic today is... Um, Brent, or, or Brent mentioned it. Dave didn't know what it was. I didn't know which one. It was. Yeah, I didn't know if you were talking about the biggest gape in World sh- War II or if you were talking about the and if you look, Whoa, yeah. did you say the biggest gape in World War II? Big <laughs> escape. You did say that. He did. Big <laughs> escape. You did it again. In World War II. <laughs> biggest gape in the, World War II. The famous Tell us about it. From there World War II, right. or the famous escape from Alcatraz. I yeah. wasn't sure. I was thinking which, Shawshank Redemption. Which yeah. one you were talking about. <laughs> Um, and I knew that there was the movie, 1963 movie called The Great <laughs> Way to Get Out of a <laughs> Prisoner of War Prison um, in 1963, and uh, which is loosely based on this particular oh, story. Oh, it's loose, all right. It's the Great loose. Escape. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, it was Daniel Ashelby recommended this. <clears throat> oh. Okay. oh, that guy. The toilet phone man. I might be the wrong guy. I got to look it up. So I don't know if it's, <laughs> it's, if it's the greatest. The end of the day took well, a lot of pl- took a lot of planning. Sure. Very impressive, ambitious. The most ambitious the, the, escape. Yeah, yeah, but uh, like it's the most but, ambitious escape. At, at the end of the day, only three people got out. Damn, know? that's an ambitious escape you've got. I thought there. more than three people. I thought it was. I thought there was more than that. No, I thought didn't two hundred try or something like that. What they were. were su- it was supposed to be lined up for. <laughs> Tell me about your research process. I didn't research at I all. I want to be. It I want to be surprised. It was supposed happens. to be. The plan was that two hundred people were going to get out <clears throat> of this camp. Oh yeah, see, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Seventy. Well, I didn't know only three got out. I thought seventy six like, got out. You just said three, but then seventy three of them were rounded up within twenty four hours. Shit. So well, only three well, of them actually technically. Escaped. Technically, they got out. <laughs> it's just like dudes yeah. in business suits yeah. made out of prison clothes in the snow. So they should have just like, called it the, obviously they're gonna the, get great, the great get out. Yeah. 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 They got out. They escaped. I mean, what they did was super days. impressive. Their ingenuity, like what it's crazy that they pulled off what they pulled off. I watched documentaries about it and they had like engineers and archaeologists <laughs> and people showing like this, just the substrate that they had to work with of the sand. They were mm. having trouble trying to get down 30 feet with a backhoe. To yeah. Cause see everything, everything where the old falls tunnel in. was. Yeah. If you've ever dug a hole in sand. Yeah, like sandy soil, like not even just sand, but in sandy soil, you start digging a hole and it just starts. Yep, it just yeah. keeps the hole just keeps filling up. Yeah. Like it's fucking. And they terrible. had like one of the guys that was the six, uh, that that escaped, and I think the other guys were just prisoners there. Something that helped with the making of the tunnel it wasn't all the yeah, escapees. like six hundred people helped make the yeah. tunnel. God damn! And that these old dudes that were like ninety two, and they were talking about like one of the guys had crawled through the tunnel. It was it was one of the guys that crawled through the tunnel, and he was like, "How do you fit through it?" It was like fucking two feet across. You laid. He's like there right now at ninety two. You your shoulders, a, they yeah, pulled you on a rail, but yeah. still, like his shoulders were more than two. Badass. Like our shoulders are more than two feet across. Like no, it's so fucking shoulders tiny. aren't two feet across. I was just thinking about when you get an MRI in, machine. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> claustrophobic as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And what I thought was when they if opened it caved the hatch, in, oh god, when they, it was sand. It was, I know, but they fucking made a tunnel, man. They had a fucking, they had like the crazy Mexico drug yeah. tunnel, dude. Yeah, they, they had, all, they all. Now Mexico drug shit. tunnels are like fucking people sized. 
This shit was well, midget, car midget, down yeah, yeah, midget true. sized anyway. It was well Mexican done though. The, they like took apart every bunk bed, chair, table, fucking everything. This yeah. thing was like fucking reinforced. It was impressive. It's just so, like a it's like a mini it was like a mini mine. There were a total of 11 big escapes um throughout World War II uh that included like dozens of people from POW camps and this this one was from Stalag Luft 3, so Stalag number 3 which was one of the prisons and it was an interesting prison to me because this blew my mind the amenities <clears throat> yeah. and yeah, like yeah, yeah. the I picture like when you think Germany you think fucking World War Two? Yeah, I think you Auschwitz. Think prison camp. Yeah, yeah, you think yeah. like those motherfuckers are lucky to have a potato and they're spitting on them, and taking their yeah, teeth right. and killing them. And this was like swimming pool, tennis, but basketball. Here, but here's a POW camp. Here's why. Well, a it's a POW yeah. camp, but b more like a WOW camp. It's, wow, <laughs> it's an air. Here, here's where I finally pieced it all together. It's a it's a POW. It's a WOW camp. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I like that. It's a, w, a WOW <laughs> camp for um, <laughs> only for uh, prisoners from the Air Force. So if you were he shot down, funny, I'd be funnier if I didn't oh, laugh yeah. at my own shit. Yeah. <laughs> if you were shot down, you're in the Air Force. This is where you were sent. Uh. So every single guard was either a retired member of the Air Force or an injured of, of the German Luftwaffe. Or yeah. an injured member of the Luftwaffe who was recovering and waiting to go back on duty. What's the Luftwaffe like when you yeah, in the, in the shower? shower? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I use those. <laughs> so at the end of the day, every single person who ran the prisoner camp <laughs> was in the Air Force, and every single prisoner was in the Air Force. So Just these on different German, sides. These yeah. German motherfuckers had to know there's a really good chance I'm going to get shot down in enemy territory and taken to a prisoner of yeah. war camp. Let me be nice to these Let guys. Let me be nice to these fucking yeah. guys. Because we're all like, I would imagine that the air personnel very frequently was going to get shot down. And then the allies tended to do the same but thing. It's this strange is, to me. It was that different. Let's make a trade. Yeah, yeah they probably traded. They systematically had the same equivalent of class of soldier be supervised in the in those prisons collectively like that the apparently they did that in all of them they did but the, the why, army though, was I'm only, trying to say like why do that it seems know. like to go out of your way to be like oh you were a pilot let's send you over here who gives a fuck maybe you eat your food you sleep in your bed the prisoners better you understood their mentality it's yeah. strange you, though you're like know. let's take some like especially pilots like let's mm-hmm. take all the most intelligent of the fucking yeah you know it's not it's infantry no offense to anyone's infantry but like the pilots had to be of a different caliber of fucking intelligence and then they put them into a cluster and guess what right. happens yeah. they engineer tunnels and shit yeah. So it was deep in uh, Nazi-occupied Poland, um, and the when the camp was completed, um, which is right about the time that the escape happened, it was sixty acres or twenty-four hectares, hectares yeah. um, in size. It housed two thousand five hundred British Air Force officers, seventy-five hundred U.S. Air Force officers and 900 officers from other allied air forces for a total of 10,949 inmates. Um, so it was fucking massive. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> like this camp was fucking massive. Um, it was designed to be in a location and design that made it hard to escape from because apparently the big way to escape from prison or a war camps was to dig tunnels. Yeah. So this one, they had three design features that made that type of escape difficult. First, all the buildings were two feet above the ground. So when the guards would patrol, they would just look right under there. the ground. I mean, they would just look under the building with the flashlights to see there's not Anything, a fucking tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like this, bend down and be like, yeah, dirt. 
you would see it. Like I'm amazed that that wasn't the stopper right there. That well, but the been... problem was the um, the drains, like drains and drain sumps, still had to go down into the right. ground, and the places where they put the giant heavy cast iron stoves. Had, had to, to be, be had to be reinforced yeah. on concrete down right. to the ground. So there was that one section. flaw. Yeah. There was right. one section, and that's where they tunneled right. through. To, yeah, that water thing. I there. watched uh, like a reenactment of how they. I was like, well, that's fucking crazy. And they also there was another escape um, from that same prison. Did you see that one? The Trojan yeah, we'll horse get to one. That one. Okay, yeah, yeah these guys are so, fucking so yeah. smart. Yeah. <clears throat> the the second thing was that the sand on the 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 sand on the surface level was a bright yellow sand. But as soon as you dug down a couple of feet, it became a dark gray dirt. So there was no, like to dig that fucking tunnel, you had to move a shitload of earth and you had to put it somewhere. So you couldn't just walk outside and dump the dirt down because all of a sudden there's this big pile of dirt. Shake it out of your pants like they were doing in Shawshank. It still blows my mind because like they would show like on the thing like that people were raking in the garden and they would go out there with their fucking sock pockets Mm -hmm. and shake it out in the garden while they're talking to their buddy and their buddy would rake it in. I'm like, if all the soil was bright yellow, they moved a hundred tons of dirt. You can't rake away a hundred tons of dirt. They clearly did. It feels like it would raise the property a couple inches right a hundred tons of soil a hundred tons a hundred tons of soil they moved from this because they dug a tunnel 336 feet 30 feet down or something and took little milk cans full of fucking dirt and dumped it back onto the property raked it out that's pretty impressive that's a lot of dirt i I picture like earth moving giant fucking bulldozers with hills yeah that's hills full of dirt that's many mountains of dirt yeah that's a shit ton So, and then the third was the Germans put a seismograph microphones around the perimeter of the camp so they could hear, digging. hear anyone yeah. digging a, or anything, a any, whatever yeah. they're doing. Yeah. But they went 30 Tinking, feet down, yeah. dude. It's so fucking crazy. <clears throat> yep. That's so scary. It makes yeah. me not be able to breathe thinking yeah. about crawling through that tunnel. So, um, when it must have went at an angle. Like a, no, they showed the thing. It was like a ladder, and then it went, yeah, like went it, down, yeah. and then it goes that. I have it upstairs. Yeah. Actually, there was like a diagram. Yeah, that's crazy. Fuck. So, but the amenities here at uh, this camp. So there's there were 800 guards, um, for 11,000 prisoners. Basically, I don't know what kind of ratio that is compared to a modern day prison, but a lot more, I think. <clears> sure, probably. Yeah, yeah that sounds like a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um. They had a library, like a good library, with schooling facilities where the POWs would earn degrees in languages, engineering, or law. Like you could actually apply for a test Damn. to the Red Cross and get your degree while That's in because, prison. you know what, though? Like, that makes me think, like, the like you guys got me watching The Man in the High Castle, mm-hmm. right? And Hey, what's the author of that? Philip K. Dick. I'm going to start buying that guy's books. I watched some crazy, crazy simulation man. shit, and that guy, I'm His about books it. books are fucking crazy. A, yeah. Well, if you think about it, like that's what the the Nazis wanted to do. They wanted to infiltrate the entire world, take over the take, pretty much take over the whole world, and then like they were gonna tra- they weren't gonna kill everybody. Obviously, they were just gonna be the leaders, but they would need <clears throat> you need smart people. Like they were gonna right. transform those guys into. Right. The Nazi military, you know what sure. I mean? Like that, that's what they, it'd be like, well, you join or you die. Right. You know? And, and it's so strange to me though, the dynamic of that, it was like, what did they do? They were like, well, we don't want to, we're not going to kill them because of the fucking rules that mm-hmm. they were, they agreed they were going to keep them as prisoners. Mm-hmm. Once you catch them, like if they're in the sky and they're coming at you, blow them up and kill them. For sure. If they're in that trench, fucking shoot at them and kill them. But if you get close enough, it's like, okay, gotcha. You give up and then we'll keep you. 
feed you, give you a college degree, let you play yeah. tennis, and if we lose, we'll let you go. Right. If we win, then what? You right. got well, a degree, that's, that's and then you join us. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. You join us, then yeah. they kept the smart ones who, right. you know but what I mean? They, These guys are smart enough. Like they're they could fly for that military. You yeah. know what I mean? It doesn't matter. You have to change sides. I you guess know? you'd have to just comply because yeah. they won. And yeah, they, they now won, and now right. now France is no longer yeah. France. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yep. And technically, the Germans didn't give the degrees. There was a person who was a master at King's College, which was like one of the head professors, mm-hmm. um, who was a prisoner, and he was awarding the degrees through King's College. And then the Red Cross also had people who were able to award degrees. But that was just that was just one of the things in the prison. So they built a theater. And they put on biweekly performances of like the newest shows on the West End. Like people would, because because the prisoners could get mail, yeah. So they would send like someone would send them a script of like the latest sh- production, hmm. you know, being performed in London, yeah. And they would all fucking learn their parts and put it on. The guards would watch it. They would watch it. What the fuck else are we doing? Like Laughing, fucking, having yeah, wine together, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um, we're all buddies here. And the guards were composed of old ass fucking dudes that couldn't yep. fight and young or people that were people. injured. Yeah. So everyone was like, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty was, chill. It was copacetic yeah. as fuck. Yeah. yeah. They used, you just couldn't leave. They used the camp's uh, PA system to do a news and music radio station all day yeah. that they called KRGY, which Good was. Good morning, which was, Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was an abbreviation for basically prisoner of war. Yeah. Um, and they had two newspapers that came out four times a week for the prisoners. Damn. They, they had uh, four times a week. Goddamn. Yeah. They had basketball, softball, boxing, football, volleyball, table tennis, and fencing leagues within the prison. Uh, they had a place where they stored water for firefighting that the guards would let them swim in when it was hot in the summer. Hmm. Um I feel like why did they even try to escape? Yeah. I bet a bunch of people were like, "Fuck this, I'm just like, staying." If they weren't married yeah. or didn't have family, they're like, "Fuck it, this it's is like, nice." No, a Camp, lot of them weren't. Crystal like, Lake. One yeah. of the things that I read: yeah. two thirds of the POWs had no interest in breaking out, and uh, wouldn't even help with other people breaking out, either because especially in this particular prison, they were being treated so well. And many times, their life was better than it was on yeah. the front line. Like, Jesus, I just left England where we've been getting bombed for years. I became a pilot and got shot at every fucking day. Like, my, own people, my own people don't treat me this well. I'm watching Broadway plays and fucking drinking yeah. sherry and fucking yeah. hanging Reading out. Like, a lot of people just didn't good. want to yeah. escape. And then they're they even started. Great. They're, they're well, really, I mean, no, they were I mean, great, yeah. Um, but uh, there was even. Polish ho- dogs from Poland. That's true. There was even hostility between what they called the stayers and the goers. Oh, wow. Because some of them were like, you're going to fucking ruin this for all of us. Like, your dumb ass is going to try to escape, and you're going to get busted. Yeah, because they wanted to ride it out. They're going to clamp down and fucking shut down the library and close all this fucking shit. Well, the difference might be that that guy had a one-year-old fucking baby Mm. that was just born in his wife waiting for him in France. And you're like, fuck. Like, he wants to get home. She's fucking another dude. Yeah, 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 he's got to get there as soon as possible. It wasn't even his kid. No. And then one other thing that talks. That kind of thing talks about the the attitude of this place is the german guards everywhere the guards went groups of prisoners and the whole thing is weird so like everyone is still following funny, yeah. everything is still following the chain of command so if you were a british you know lieutenant you're still a British lieutenant. And yeah. even if you said, I'm going to escape, you had to go to your captain and, and say, captain, I want to escape. 
And then the captain would be like, okay, do it this way, or no, you can't do it. Yeah, you could still get court-martialed. There's like, if we ever get out here, motherfucker, you're right. in real trouble. Yeah, but they sure. still follow yeah. the chain of command. And even at points where at well, the, they're still in war. I the mean, highest yeah. end of them, if things were really sketchy, they would talk to their lawyers and they would be like, what do you think about us doing this? And their lawyers would be like, you should not do that. Like that goes against the Geneva Convention, like fucking blah, 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 blah. Did you see so the there was this that, crazy chain of command? The, the other part blew my mind is that they said that the, if he, they had a job inside the prison camp, that the policy <clears throat> of the United Kingdom was to deduct <coughs> their prison pay from their military pay. So it'd be like if you're on unemployment and you got a job for Crazy. 12 hours a week when you used to make 40 hours a week, how they're like, well, you made 12 hours, so we're only going to send you the fuck another part. <laughs> so they were doing that to prisoners of That's war. They would deduct up. their prison That's compensation funny. from their that, from their actual yeah. military. That pay. shows you how fucked up. That's why they were fucking wanting to stay there. They're like, actually, yeah, these exactly. people are better than our people. Fuck. So but one of the things was the it was so well organized within the prison that everywhere that the guards went there were groups of prisoners that would follow the guards around because they were free to move around, yeah. you know, everywhere. So if this guard was leaving that tower and heading to this tower, a group of three or four prisoners would follow them the whole so way. They had like an and extremely they, they probably, detailed logbook of where every guard was at what time. Hmm. And it was so fucking, and they couldn't stop them from fucking doing it. Right. Well, so could, the, at one point but... they didn't know they supported it. At yeah. one point they actually used the prisoner's logbook. That was the location of the guards to press charges against some guards that were like fucking off and not doing what they're supposed to they do. They weren't reporting to their post. And so they uh, got in trouble and yeah. they're like, oh, really? Well, we'll just check with the prisoners. Yeah. The CO was <laughs> like, you haven't been showing up <laughs> they to knew duty. And they were like, yes, we did. And the they, CO was like, can we borrow your logbook? They knew that What's they had weird it. is you know that they have a logbook. Why are you keeping a fucking logbook? You know, like that that's the first fucking right. clue well, you as know being that a guard. In, in traditional prisons, even in the States, like they know that there's certain stuff like they know where like the guards walking, the guards yeah. come here, they do that. They know that that shit goes on. Yeah. And it's not worth the effort maybe to stop it because they're like, hey, they're going to trade food or cigarettes or whatever the fuck they're yeah, doing. And true. Like they know that the activity. Maybe they on. just they're felt monitoring. it was harmless. Like they're and monitoring remember, our movements. But and what, I remember in, like in one of my history classes, we were studying World War One and we were studying POW camps. And this reminds me of that, because in World War One, it was like it was all if you were a prisoner of war, it was just gentlemanly. It was like, you're a soldier, I'm a soldier, I happen to be your guard right now, but we happen to get, you know, six cases of sherry, so we're all going to drink and listen to the radio tonight, and you're There's a, a little bit of respect. And there was respect, yeah. because, like, you're, and yeah. it goes all the way back to, like, chivalry. Well, like, you that, know, that guy's just doing a job. Exactly. You know I mean, he yeah. just joined the force the same way yep. you just joined the fucking yeah. military or whatever. You're just in different And countries. you're just, like, in different countries, you speak different languages, but you both and they're not necessarily like, You know, most, most of these guards aren't Nazis. They're not yeah. Members of the Nazi Some party, outspoken anti Nazis. Yeah, they were anti Nazis. They, yeah. you know, it, it's not like they were all. They were just on the, the other side, exactly. It, yeah. Right. So, um, the other thing that happened is they were so well organized as prisoners that whenever a new prisoner would show up, they would immediately convene, like, and they would basically they would sit the prisoner down and they would they would interrogate be like, them. they would interrogate them, and basically they had to have like they needed three prisoners to vouch that they knew who you were hmm. because odds are they did. They want to make like, sure there's that only the so many putting like fucking plants in there. Yeah. 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 So there's only so many pilots within the yeah. air force. So if you got shot down 
odds Someone are three people you. in the prison are like, oh, no, I trained with that guy back in fucking Tallahassee. Yeah. Or no, I heard that guy's name. He was in the eighth wing. Like we drank yeah. once in Paris or, you know, something. So yeah. everybody. And then if nobody, if you couldn't get that and nobody recognized you, they would put a detail of two prisoners on you to be with you 24 hours a day until they either came to the conclusion you're a German spy or no, you're legit. And apparently every single, according to the German records after the war, every single plant that they tried to put into the prison got caught, got caught huh. because of the way that they were doing it's this in this prison. It's crazy how ingenuitive people are. Like when you have a common enemy like that, like you band together and create like that system like that. It's yeah. wild. The other thing to think about, like I know we're comparing it against like prison <clears> system, <throat> but the difference here is those guys weren't fucking murderers and rapists. It's like at least the guard is like, Hey, that motherfucker raped a bunch of women. Right. You know, it's like, right. fuck that guy. Like, no, no, you don't get your cookie. Go back to your cell. This is like, no, man, you were just fucking fighting for your country like I'm fighting for my yeah. country. No one wronged anyone. You're not a bad person. But it's also kind of weird, though, because it's like you're going to be looking at him and you're going to be like, you might be the guy that killed Carl. Yeah, true. Like I loved Carl like a brother, and I mm. watched his fucking. Pl- I watched him fall from his fucking. Cock- yeah, I don't. I don't think they were buddies <laughs> at it by any means. You know but, what I mean? Like, but, but there a, was a respect a, there. Yeah, the respect and like, uh, like a misery loves company. Common commonality, like dynamic between sure. them. And the well, we're all here. Let's just yeah. be civil. Yeah. Yeah. None of us I mean? have like, any choice yeah. in this. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that's know? what I'm saying. Like we're, we're all, all here in this wave. You know. So the you know you be cool to me. I'll be. Is it almost your birthday, Dave? Yeah, a couple days. Oh the, shit! The eighth. Mm-hmm. Okay, because yeah, jo- uh, Josh Burton remembered. Yeah, he mine, just said it mine too. Tuesday Josh. or Wednesday When's yours? or something. The eighth. Yours not the eighth. You gotta have the same birthday. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We have the same birthday. D Day plus two. Yeah. Brad's birthday is not your birthday. D-day I know plus his birthday is my birthday technically because he's older. Right. Well, I believe you. Brad's birthday. I don't remember when Brad's <laughs> birthday is, but it's not. It's not your birthday. <laughs> Thank, so, wow! Thanks for going along with it, Brent. Well, I know that. Uh, Josh, so if you're, Josh nobody, nobody, let me, let me just stop you there. Nobody gives a fuck what Josh Burton thinks. There's the thing. If wow. you're a fucked face peasant, then you're listening to this on Friday. My birthday has already happened. Yeah. If you're a patron, late. you're listening to this before Friday yeah. and you still have time to send me a present. Wow. And if you're a fuck face peasant, you still have time to send me a late present. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. So send presents for Dave. It's all, it's all yeah. welcome. Well, it'd be late for me too. Yeah. Yes, it would. <laughs> yeah. So the first escape was in October of 1943 and this was just fucking ingenious. So they built an oversized uh, uh, gymnastic horse, mm-hmm. you know, to so they could practice their gymnastics on it. Yeah. And they would take it out of their barracks every morning. Everybody would haul it into place and set it down over near the fence in the east side of the camp. And they would all come up and do gymnastics there and whatever. But inside of it were people and shovels and tools and they would move a plate that was covered with dirt, keep digging their hole. The gymnastics routines on top of the horse made so much noise and vibration that the the uh, size seismographic microphones with the couldn't hear They're it. Like, oh, well, it's them jumping around in the box, not yeah. the not the milk can yeah. fucking scraping the dirt. So they dug a short tunnel. Um, while they like did like big day is after gymnastics day. box, I wonder if there's pictures of it because I was trying to picture how they're pretty big. It's the the horses. They're like, pretty big. The horses pretty long. They do mm-hmm. multiple flips on a horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not supposed to be enclosed like a box. I well, mean, but they, I'm sure they built it out of bullshit. Yeah, so yeah, it was it's probably, probably just wood a fucking all the way down pallet triangle. Yeah. Right. You know, like yep. just to make a make a spine basically. Yep. Um. So uh, for three months. Uh, Lieutenant Michael Codner, Flight Lieutenant Eric Williams, and Flight Lieutenant Oliver Philpot 
um, dug like a like hundred foot tunnel using bowls as shovels and metal rods to poke through the surface of the ground to create their air holes. And um, they didn't, since it was shallow enough, they didn't have to shore up the tunnel to risk collapse. And um, on October 19th, 1943, the three of them uh, crawled out through the tunnel um, and all three of them fully got away. They, no Man. one saw them do it. They got on trains. They got to other members of the resistance who picked them up. All three of them. I think two of them were taken back home where they were just kind of let out. And one of them was yeah, taken. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it. But I'm like, how do they pull the board back over and cover it in dirt? And then how they get the guy out? He has to like walk while they carry it. And there's a little feet under there. Like, is it closed on the bottom? They're carrying him. It's probably closing the box. Probably questions. a little shelf yeah. they sat on, and then they would just carry yeah. a bunch of them would carry it out and set it down. But it fucking worked. If I was a guard, so, I'd put my sword through the box. Like a yeah, magician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them um, went back to duty, and two of them just got back home um, and didn't go back to duty. But that was that was the first escape from there. Yeah, that one guy fucking mm. traveled so fucking far. Like the one guy that made it all the way back and then returned to the fucking Royal Air Force. That yeah. in itself should be a fucking crazy movie or a story. Well, he wrote or, a book called The Stolen Journey. Yeah, that shit's fucking um, And crazy. then they made a 1950 film called The Wooden Horse about it. I think that's what that picture, actually, The Wooden Horse <clears throat> 1950, that picture that I was showing you is from that movie. Is it? So I don't know how accurate yeah. that is, yeah. Or probably so, based off him. Then we get to a badass named uh, Squadron Leader Roger Bushell, who was a Royal Air Force, a, a, a British pilot, and... Um, he got shot down um, over Dunkirk in 1940 during the Dunkirk evacuation and became a prisoner of war. And he was uh, transferred to Stalag Luft III um, after two previous uh, escape attempts from other Stalag. So they sent him here because this was the hardest one to escape from. Um, <clears throat> and then when he got there, everyone codenamed, they codenamed him Big X. And he Damn. came, yeah, he came up with a plan to get hundreds of people out all at once. And again, he had to fly it up the chain of command and everybody approved it. And then it came down to him. And then the orders went out to everybody in the camp. None of you are able to stage an escape. All efforts to our right. Escape. All efforts to escape are to this escape. And if you're planning on escaping, you're joining our escape or you're not doing it. So everyone, which was also like, because I'm sure a lot of them didn't want to escape. They wanted it all in. They wanted it all in. But they were like, no, because if you do some single bullshit and get busted, they're going to bust all of us because they're going to clamp down and whatever. So think of the secrecy and like you'd have to and control you'd have to have to have 600 prisoners. Yeah. Like be involved in this. The amount of shit that they stole. I know you're yeah, going to yeah. list it off. It's yeah. fucking it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. That it wasn't noticed that it was missing. Like. You're talking about crazy shit, right. tables and chairs and, so and the, beds and the, shit. The yeah, but grand, there's probably a ton of it. You know what I mean? There's yeah. probably a lot of it. It's a ton, man. When the, grand, the grand plan <laughs> was we dig three tunnels and 200 people get out of each tunnel on the same night. Like that was, they were like, probably not going to happen, yeah. but that's, that's, the plan. that's what we start that's the with. Goal. That's the yeah. goal. Um, so the other uh, upside of that was we're going to dig three tunnels huge tunnels so if the germans catch a tunnel they're not gonna look for other tunnels 
because this thing is so big and so organized. They're never going to be like, oh, I bet they're doing a second one or a third or a fucking third. Right. So that was like part of the reason they didn't want little small bullshit tunnels, because that would get you to clamp down. But one massive tunnel is obviously this is a big conspiracy. This is the only thing going on in the camp. That was it. So um, they called him Tom, Dick and Harry. And uh, the first one, Tom was dug next to a stove chimney or uh, yeah, Tom was dug next to a stove chimney in hut 123. And this one was the one that was discovered. The guards found it. They dynamited it to blow it up, but they never looked for, for the other two tunnels Dick because they were it like, that, that was, was the, the plan, one that yeah. worked. Yeah. So they started to dig Dick out of sh- the shower room of hut 122 um, but then they learned through their intelligence that the next camp expansion was starting to be built they right cl- where that tunnel was going to mm. come out. They cleared the forest area, so they have yeah. to like dig substantially further to yeah. hit, hit the clearing. So they were like, let's just stop. Um, and then they very wisely started to use this half-built tunnel as a storage area for the illicit shit they needed to dig the final tunnel. And as one of the methods to get rid of their dirt. Right. So they now that they've already dug this and they're running out of ways to get rid of the dirt, well, now every so night when you dig the final one, we're just backfilling this other one. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so uh, Harry is under a stove in Hut 104, um, and this is the one. So they dig down 30 feet so that the microphones can't uh, pick it up, and they dig it out 336 feet towards the woods. 336 fucking feet they dig this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's shored up by 4,000 wooden boards taken from the prisoners' beds. So I'm not sure what's left. 4,000 boards, Brad. That's a prisoners' beds. I feel like it was this. That there's so many fucking beds. They took out like the center board or the footboard or something. Well, it'd be slats probably in front of the mattress and they took out every other. Yeah, every other. Yeah. So still the keep stays yeah. up and keep in mind there's 11,000 prisoners. Yeah, so, so if you took 10 a lot from, of boards, yeah. but still like they got a board in their pants and they're walking like a peg leg pirate over to fucking 104 to like yeah. hand off their board, you yeah. know? Yep. Ton of that. 4,000 of those yeah. motherfuckers. They had electric lighting under underground. Um, the, and by the way, after the escape no, failed, electric lighting, that yeah. fucking Indiana Jones <clears throat> yep. fucking string lights in there. After the escape failed, they actually started digging, um, or after the escape happened, the night of the escape, uh, and the Germans finally destroyed this tunnel, they were like, fuck it, let's dig George. And then they started to try to dig a fourth tunnel, you know, which they were working on until the camp got liberated. Um, but uh, I think they were just bored, you know. I think they were bored. I think a lot of them were like, this is the way I can stick it to the Germans. You know, if if I get out and get out, like that just says something, you know? Um, So yeah, the Germans, uh, after the escape, the Germans made a full inventory and they said, okay, 4,000 bed boards, 52, 20 man tables. Like, how do you steal 52 tables and the guards never <laughs> fucking good, notice yeah. it? 20 man tables. That's what I'm saying. So carrying a board, I can see you stick it in the leg of your pants. But the table, they're like, oh, we're going to bring it over here to play ping pong and make our gymnastics. Like, what are they doing? You had to break it down somehow. They must have disassembled it. And they're like yeah. coughing for every hammer strike. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> hitting the fucking hammer yeah, with people watching to know that no guards can see us right now. Right. And yeah. And then dragging yep. a board across somehow. 34 chairs, 76 benches. Um, 635 mattresses, 
190 mattresses. <laughs> Listen to that. That was for soundproofing the tunnels. Yeah. So now they had to take the mattresses and break them down and make the fucking soundproofing inside the tunnel to try to hide. It's the whole fucking. It is the great escape. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if they got away with it or not. This yeah. shit's fucking crazy. Yep. 192 <sighs> bed covers, 161 pillowcases. I think at this point they're not like the, the fucking Germans aren't checking rooms and shit. You know what I mean? Like no, I think they're in. pretty lax. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're just fucking right. around the outside. They yeah. told them like, "Hey, just make sure they don't run out the gate." Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Check under the houses. Like, make sure they're not digging any tunnels. Because they took twelve hundred no. knives, four hundred and seventy-eight spoons, five hundred and eighty-two forks, fourteen hundred powdered milk cans, um, a thousand feet of electrical wire, plus the light bulbs. Um, Which there might have been a storage house where they had extra utensils and extra shit. Sure. You know what I mean? That's what, you know, extra wiring for fucking backup, you know, like they probably, right. Somebody probably found that shit and it's like, Oh fuck. Yeah, we could do this. You know, And I'm trying to remember this. I don't think it's in my notes at one point when they ran out of places to put the dirt, they, something about the theater and the way the theater was built and the seats were pitched they realized that they could they could use all of that dirt under fill the that seating in. to fill yeah. that in under the theater, but they had to get legal permission that that didn't break the Geneva Convention because the Germans let us build this theater under the agreement that we wouldn't use it for any kind of an escape attempt or anything illicit. Yeah. So they had to get legal permission that it was okay to backfill the dirt in there and they some somehow their lawyer and their officers were like, like, no, that's legit because you're actually finishing the construction of the theater. Yeah. Like we're still under the we're finishing construction of the theater clause, yeah. not we're trying to use the theater as an escape clause. Yeah, because so they're not really using the theater bizarre. as an escape, but they're yeah, yeah, using yeah. something else right. as the escape. Yeah, we're just putting the sand in the theater. Yeah. Um so one of the things that they even did was they would take these what they called Klim tins, which were the Klim was the brand of powdered milk. It's milk backwards. Oh, I guess it is. Yeah. Um, they uh, would wow. take uh, they would skim all the fat off of the soup. That part's everybody, crazy. Everybody would skim the fat off of their soup and give them to one person who would make either lanterns out of the out of the powdered milk cans or candles with wicks. Hmm. They had so they on had the on the thing smelling. I watched. So see that candle probably smells better than yours. The, you shut your mouth. <laughs> the biography channel um showed the one of the guys that was one of the men that made shit out of those milk cans and they gave him one and were like having him fashion shit out of the milk can like you remember like oh I yeah. made a show. Oh yeah. They made shovels. They made uh, the the ventilation they, system was like just a shit ton of cans interlocked, like a big metal tube mm-hmm. that was pumping, yeah. and then a fucking like like a mine shaft. Yeah. I mean that's and how pumping yeah. fresh yeah. air they down had there. Their, oh, they built their own air pump, uh, electric air pump that pumped it was made out of hockey the, sticks and shit. Yeah. And it was fucking pumping air <laughs> like, down there, yeah, like bed cool. springs and hockey sticks. And yeah, yeah when I was reading about are, the Great Escape, I was like. This is like pretty fucking ingenuity. If the three of us were at this prison camp, you two would have been behind <laughs> the fucking. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll make shit. I just can't crawl in that fucking <laughs> right, scary right, hole. Right, right. I yeah, can't yeah, either. Yeah. I'm too fat. Actually, yeah. after not eating for a while, I'd probably fit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we once probably you're would, skimming yeah. the yeah, fat yeah, yeah, off to make yeah. candles, you're getting no calories. Yeah, we got I think the yeah. only we're getting calories is not fat. The only thing that I would be of any use is I would have been the one who spent all of their time at the theater. 
Yeah. And I would have said, by the way, you guys put the dirt behind the chair. <laughs> yeah. You could have forged the documents or something. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. stuff you I watched do. on the, uh, It was yeah. really cool. Like this guy, one of the old yeah. men was like, yeah, uh, one of the guys asked for my my boots. And when I got my boots back, they had wooden soles. He's like, they they took the rubber off my boots and made stamps for all the fake fucking uh, Crazy. IDs. And they were showing how they took like, the out, rubber like, and carved yeah. out like the Nazi symbols and they made these fucking things. But then, yeah, he got his boots back and they're like black painted wooden. And he's <laughs> yeah. walking on wood now. Yeah, had to part, give of, up his part of the table. Yeah, yeah. Um, motherfucker had some skills. You got cobblers and shit. Yeah. Fucking, but part of it so was German help. Like, so yeah. Yeah. a lot of the Germans were willing to help them escape, or to just like be super lax with them. They would like you know, like, hey, I can't, I can't, I can't let you walk out the front gate, right? But what I can do, but even though they didn't think it was an escape, if they were just like, look, man, can you like, we're not fucking, you know, look, if we, if we give you like two pounds of chocolate, right. can you just fucking not look? Cause we're going to be drinking behind this building tonight. Right. And the Germans were like, who fucking cares? Y'all yeah. meanwhile, 54 about. tables. Yeah, just exactly. <laughs> this would be, but you said they made a movie about this. Yeah. Like, yeah. What year was Steve the movie? McQueen, 63. It's, Steve it's, McQueen. Uh, see a new movie. Yeah. Like, if they remade movie, it like a good. movie yeah. now, like with Michael Bay. Right. You know what I mean? Like no, not Michael Bay. Yeah. I remember sure. watching the I remember watching the original Megan as a Fox kid, and I Michael used to Bay. love I used to love yeah, she'll play the evil commandant. Yeah. Yeah. Um Where do you think you're going? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She got freaking uh Jeremy Pepper thumbs. Yep. And just pointing <laughs> them everywhere. <laughs> so um yeah, but even the forged documents, like apparently the documents that were made in the camp were the shitty documents that were going to like the third tier escapees. Yeah. But the really good documents were actually made by Germans throughout Germany who were sending the documents mm. back to the prison camp. And they were like master forgers who mm. didn't like the Reich and were helping. Yeah. To, I think to that's one this. thing people forget mm. is that like part Not of Germany everyone was on board. Yeah. yeah. Didn't yeah. like fucking the Nazis, right. you know, and that, right. that the stigma that poor Germany got fucking right. you know, stuck with them to today, yeah, 2021. Exactly. Yeah, and this exactly. motherfucker, yeah. Almost a hundred years later. Yep. yep. Um, so once the, the construction was finally uh, complete, the committee waited for the first uh, cloudy and moonless night, which took just over a week. So then on March 24th, 1944, um, they said that uh, that was the night to do it. And if it, I'll put it in the show notes. There's an article from The Telegraph that's a very, very, like way more detailed than we needed to do on this show. But it's like an hour by hour breakdown oh, of what went on that night. Yeah, yeah. the biography is like, they're like uh, fucking 9 p.m. Yeah. fucking uh, number 26 heads into the tunnel. Exactly. And so it's if you this wanna, fucking guy. You're like, you want to see that you know, kind of John shit. Clemens, yeah, yeah, yeah. Air Force, like pilot fucking 1944. And this guard this was doing that and all this shit. So what was, happens when they, when the ones that did get out, like the, the, when they rounded them up, they just put them back in or no, we'll get see. there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. They're supposed to not kill anyone. Like what it's, is the Geneva convention. Geneva was, convention. Yeah. yeah. But the there's Geneva rules. They're not yeah. supposed to do anything. Yeah. Cause right. they're prisoners of war. So. Right. Hitler right. was on meth and shit and he got pissed. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. So there were three groups. There were three priority groups um, of who got to escape in what order. And the first priority group were called, they were called the serial offenders and they uh, spoke German well, or they had a history of escaping from other places, so they were good at this. So basically That's the, why they were the serial offenders. The yeah. first people had the best chance to get away yep. with it. They right? might have already done it. They might have already been on, on intelligence or in the resistance. 
Um, they spoke the language. Yeah. So though, or they were simply like you came up with, you built the fucking air pump that made it possible. You're in the first wave. Yeah. yeah. Like we'll just get you better papers and a better backstory. You were, you were, a, you you were, were instrumental. Instrumental. That was like this, 30 yeah. people. And then yeah. there was like 70 people who just busted their ass the hardest on the tunnel and made, and did the most work. Right. Um, and then everybody else was in the third tier. Right. And depending on what tier you were on was the better quality of civilian clothes you got. Because like the bottom tier was you better be ready to move only at night. You can't speak any fucking German. Like you have no skills. Yeah. Like we're going to let you're you just, out. You're just in it to win it. You're just you in it fucking, to win it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so the, the first group got the best papers, the best clothes, the best everything. And they had like um, real clothes fashioned out of like re fucking comp- yeah. like, like bedspreads and fucking they made like tailored clothes. Yeah. 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 And that, that whole language. Those are those are all skills we lost. Like yeah. if we went to prison now and we're trying to do this shit. We'd be like, oh, you know, like you'd fuck. figure it out. <laughs> you can. Well, maybe. Out. I mean, I could. Yeah. I mean, like no, you know, like figure that shit. What the fuck else do I have yeah. to do? Fuck, like, I feel bad. Brad do comes walking out in a toga. Two. Yeah, exactly. I mean, got? yeah, that's my heritage. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah. someone would be like, it'd be badass if we could get some good clothes, and you'd be like, fuck it, I'll try to make clothes. Brent just throws on a fucking clan hood and white sheet. Exactly, he's good. They fucking that language barrier thing was. They showed an example. Don't change the hot. subject. They said because uh, what movie was that where they said there was like Germans and they said oh how many and he goes three versus three. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, and he goes like this. He's like Germans would have done it like this. You did it like that. Right. And so they knew. But there was an instance where a group of these guys got caught. Like seven of them got busted because like German soldiers found them and they're questioning them. But they all had their papers. They all had the right paper. And then one guy was speaking for all of them and he spoke fluent German and everything checked out. There's like okay have a nice night or whatever. They walked away and he was like, good luck. And one of the guys like, thanks. And there's like, boom, they fucking all got busted. Cause the dude said like, he thanked him in English. Oh fuck. Yeah. Man. So in German, he was like, fucking. and he's like, thanks. And they're like, boom, like get on the ground. That fucking like caught him. It was the whole three fingers. Like, oh, thing. Fuck, yeah. dude. Little, little things like that. Um, little so things. at eight 45, the big first, ass thing. Yeah. The first guy entered the tunnel um, and then they basically got all the way to the end of the tunnel, went to open the hatch and it was a super freezing cold stormy night and, um, they couldn't even get the hatch to open and fucking Poland, like fucking frozen ass <clears throat> yeah. ground. Like it's a terrible fucking winter. <laughs> like the, in the movie, they make it look like it's like springtime in the yeah. forest. And this was nah. like, no, you're in the fucking snow. So yeah. it took an hour and a half for them to get the hatch open. Um, and uh, the and second you gotta realize problem, they're trying to get out 200 people. So they have right. like a timeline. They need to get people out and like one guy every yeah. fucking minute yeah, or yeah. something through this yeah. tunnel. And as soon as they, they open up the out. tunnel and they look, the first guy is like, oh, fuck, we didn't hit the forest line. They're in the like right by the guard tower in the <laughs> fucking flat. We're short of the forest fence. Yeah. You yeah. think they would know there's roots everywhere. You know, like, dude, we didn't hit tree roots. We're not there yet, Maybe bro. not 30 feet down. Yeah. They were just yeah. like Yeah, guessing. 30 feet down will be, yeah. yeah. True. So but they, still, somebody uh, went up there, though. Like, as you somebody had to make the hatch. Like, yeah, you did. I think. mean, somebody made the hatch. Right. Like, or they right. cleared it or something. Yeah, oh, I, don't I don't know. I thought about that a little bit, too. Well, but the thing is, though, they cleared it. They probably knew it. That's true. They probably knew it before that night, but they still knew it. Like, it was right. too late. Like, and the reason it was too late was once they got out and realized they were short of the tree line the committee with big X sat back down and said, so are we going to keep digging the tunnel further so that we hit the tree line? And they were like, all of the forged documents have dates on them. And if we dig the tunnel to completion, the timeline back. every single forged document is going to have expired. So yeah. we have to do it right now. Yeah. 
So they had to move on it. Yeah, because that would probably take months. You know what I mean? Like to just move so many more feet. If they could get it at all, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if you're 20 feet back, like think of, I mean, yeah, that'd probably take a long ass time. And everyone's already dressed up with their fucking papers. 200 guys are fucking ready to go. Yep. So they ran a rope um, uh, into the woods, and the first man out would tug on the rope to give the all clear sign. Um, that nobody was currently watching because otherwise they wouldn't have had to do that. It would have been up in the woods. Everybody would have come out a couple per minute. They're gone. But he had to watch. And like, no down. guards yeah, are here. Yank the rope. Yeah. One or two people would fucking come out and make a run for it and then fucking chill for a while. So it slowed Yanked everything the rope down. Again. It started yeah. to take seven, six or seven minutes per person, which Instead is like one yeah. or two minutes. Yeah. It's like six dudes. It, also, it also gets slowed down because there was an air raid um nearby so all the fucking power was cut to the place for a blackout so then all of a sudden they lose the air pump they lose the lights because the entire camp lost its power because they didn't want to get hit by an air raid they talked to one of the guys that had to climb the ladder out one of the survivor guys and he was talking about it was so fucking tight that he couldn't bend his knee all the way to get his foot on the like lift up on it so he literally had to fucking 30 feet fucking like just hand pull like a zombie crawl the fucking thing up the rocks So at 5 a.m., the 76th person crawled to freedom and the 77th person was spotted by a German sentry who set off the alarm. Um, So everyone in the in the woods is already booking uh, for it. And all of a sudden, everyone in the tunnel is like, fuck, back out, back out. So everyone starts backing out. Can you imagine trying to crawl backwards in a fucking 336 foot tunnel with some dude's ass in your face? Everyone like, starts to frantically burn their papers, hide uh, or burn their clothes. Eat all their food rations. Eat all the food that they hid for their trip. So everybody's just stuffing food down their face and burning shit um, so that they don't get bonfires in the middle of disaster, their yeah. Yeah. They don't find the, the entrance inside the camp. They have no idea. But a German guard goes in from the exit side and crawls all the way back but then got stuck. And couldn't move because everything was was dark and they didn't know what the fuck. And he was just trapped like Oof. right under the hatch. <laughs> and he was just crying for help and was like losing his shit. So the prisoners in Hut 104 were like, just fucking open the thing. Let him in. Let him in. That's Hans. He was cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so I played, I played they, volleyball with him they, last week. Well, they figured maybe there'll be mercy if because they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were going to go through right, and ravage right. the camp, you know, to yeah. find out who the fuck did it. So they, they let him in. And then, uh, yeah, over the massive Nazi manhunt, they captured uh, 73 of the 76 who got out. Um, two Norwegians and a Dutchman were the three who managed to evade capture and, and fully get away. They got on a boat somewhere. Um, the Norwegians got on a train. And then they were smuggled onto a Swedish ship and taken <laughs> back to their own See? country. See? The Dutchmen went through most of occupied Europe on rail, foot, and bike. Um, of course he rode a fucking bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended up in Gibraltar, and he was flown to England. And then as soon as he got to England, he rejoined the Royal Air Force mm-hmm. there and was even part of See, Operation Overlord. He just that's got the right guy. back that in fucking, a fucking That's plane. such a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. He went yeah. right back into a fucking plane and yep. came back out. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Um, and he so, was the Dutch rock. He, that's he started, true. Instead of San Gibroni, said yeah, Gibraltar. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where right. he got it from. <laughs> so seventy. So the the um, <clears throat> twenty three of the of the seventy three that were recaptured were immediately sent to worse prison camps. Um, and Hitler flew into a rage on meth 
and said, kill all of them, all 73, kill them all. And, uh, they started to, um, take them out in like the, the, the prisoners didn't even know that they were being killed because the guards would just walk off with some of them. And you were like, Oh, they're transferring them to this other prison. But then they would just walk out into the country far enough away that you couldn't hear the shoot gunshot, them. Yeah. shoot them in the back of the head and, and call it a day. The, um, and Bushel, the guy who was big X, uh, big daddy X, he got executed, uh, that way yeah. as well. um, he made it 400 miles in 10 hours um, and was caught waiting for a train 20 miles away from the French border. Fuck. Yeah. That's fucking <laughs> that impressive. Sucks, dude. Yeah, that's amazing. That's that's that far, 400 man. miles in yeah. 10 hours. Yeah. Yeah. He should have huffed it on foot. Fuck that train. He just yeah. went to the woods or some shit. God, well, you think sucks. you're 400 miles away, like... I mean, fuck. You feel like you're safe. Yeah, it's right. starting to feel like okay. And it's, I'm I mean, France there. was occupied, but the resistance. Twenty miles out, I just been the walking. resistance knew shit was coming. So if you could have crossed the border, the resistance would have hidden you and fucking gotten yeah. you out and and fuck. so forth. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like instead of the train, I would have just walked or ran. You know what I mean? Like continued right. moving. You know, stay moving, stay moving. So um, Hitler had initially, and I don't have this in my notes, but initially he had ordered even more than that killed to find out everyone who was involved who was in the camp and kill them too. That would have been a lot, yeah. And he even told like people. fucking Himmler and like evil motherfuckers, kill them all. And they were like, yes, mein Fuhrer. And then they went down the line and said, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't do that. that. Let's call it even 50, gonna, yeah. Like, and the whole He's thing going was, overboard. Yeah. they were like, if we kill all these people, then they're going to kill that many of ours. Yeah. Like we can't do it. That makes yeah. no sense. Like don't do it. And so they, they, just trying they to staged escape. a thing yeah. to make it look like all of those prisoners tried to reescape again. And they're like, well, we just can't keep control of these motherfuckers. Right. Like we, they escaped, we caught them and now they're trying to escape again. They got shot while trying to escape. Right. Down dark little roads and pairs of yeah. two, yeah. like secretly by the fucking. And yeah. the, so, so, uh, the commandant, who ran the 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 Stalag got fired and removed, and the new guy came in, and there were still twenty three of the escapees who were supposed to get murdered, and the commandant was like, "No, right? Like you're not killing these people. Are you fucking crazy? Like he was appalled at what was happening, and he transferred those twenty three prisoners to other prisons so that no one would kill them. And then there's like just interviews like, with those dudes, and they're them. like, "Yeah, man, fucking Joey, like fucking got killed. He's got a kid. Like he's like, I couldn't believe he's actually dead. Like we worked for yeah. hours digging that tunnel, and like he, they, they never thought they would die. It was like, well, we play volleyball, and the guards are fucking cool, and they're not allowed to kill us. Geneva right. Convention. They right. thought the worst that's gonna happen is they're gonna when throw you us back escape, in here. though. It's a whole different yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, not, it wasn't supposed to be a whole different yeah, thing. But, yeah, but I mean, fuck, dude. When Hitler's on meth, you don't trust. Well, and you don't trust the enemy. Like, no. uh, you know, like that they're no. going to be nice to you, you know. But well, they thought that the worst was they were going to get like hard labor or something, yeah. probably, yeah. you know. Yeah. So 17 months later, um, in spring of 1945, uh, the Stalag was uh, liberated. And the Royal Air Force launched a special investigation into the deaths that happened after the escape attempt. And they ended up finding 18 Nazi soldiers guilty of war crimes. Um, and 13 of those 18 were executed for war crimes, which just yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. Killing for it's killing. like, so it was legal to kill them when they were flying around trying to kill you. Then it was illegal to kill them once they landed on the ground and you captured them. 
but then you killed them. So now it's legal for us to kill you for killing them in the brief window where it wasn't legal to kill them. Yeah, for sure. Like, man. What That's what I was saying on. about like when they're flying at you and like engaging <laughs> and you can kill them. But when you capture yeah. them, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You killed them in the no kill. Window. It's like paintball. Like, oh, don't shoot me. You're too close to shoot me. Right. You know I mean? like, yeah. Let's just call it quits. So since you killed them in the no kill them window, we have to kill you. Right. Like what? So, but anyway, they did, you know, I, I, I guess, you know, it was a, but, but the, the, apparently they were all members of the Nazi party, the 18 of them. Cause I'm sure that if, if there was that, if, if even the new commandant was like, fuck this, we're not doing this. Then you have to imagine that at some level, the commandant who gave the orders to kill these guys was like, I know fucking Hans and Franz aren't going to kill these guys. Like it's yeah. got to be that this guy and this guy are kind of off their nut and they're Nazis. They'll yeah. probably kill him. Yeah. I can give, I can give them the order, yeah. but hmm. so yeah, eighteen got tried, thirteen got killed. So yeah, it was a, an amazing effort. If they only would have dug the it's pretty impressive deeper, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they might. I mean, <coughs> shit, more would have gotten away. Nobody would have saw. Probably them. a good half of them would have got away. They yeah. they wouldn't have known anybody was go- like everyone. Well, the seventy been, something that got out. It would have taken until sunrise before like oh fuck, and it's like people already on trains. People like it would have taken yeah. until sunrise in a scenario where two people were leaving the tunnel per minute. Well, think yeah, instead of one every couple of and minutes, think about it. Dude know? made it four hundred miles in ten in ten hours while they did know. No, if they if that yeah. tunnel made it into the woods, he would have been in France. Yeah, oh, 100%, yeah. 100%, twenty more 100, miles. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. For so, sure. Right. That's that. That's the greatest gape. <laughs> social media winner uh for mk ultra um, if you haven't checked that out it's a classic episode we took a break we released that go check it out oldie but goodie um is going to be logan sabrowski sabrowski he's a he's a hockey player i'm pretty sure yeah gonna win a sticker pack uh, for interacting on facebook uh Frankie he plays Pigeons. for the wolverines mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i saw that he has a jersey i saw mm-hmm. it on his facebook profile <clears throat> um so frank pigeon's gonna reach out to you get your contact information and you're gonna get a sticker pack from printer cheap um also on our last live stream of uh what do we do yeah yeah, last live stream. Uh, yep. Yeah, of uh, we're gonna give away rapping uh, Rodney. How about uh, Rod- yes, rapping yes. Rodney? Yeah, that threw me off because I was trying to just transition <laughs> yep. from that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, Ro- uh, Rodney Dangerfield. The Rodney Dangerfield episode. Yes. We picked uh, a winner from the live stream, so someone that was watching on live and was enthusiastic about AKA the prize. A patron, yes, aka a patron, yeah. um, is going to get a special prize because at some point in time, I found this shit in a thrift store and thought it'd be a good prize, and I had it in the bag. Just and all so of a sudden we did this. happened to have so, it. Just yeah. so happened to have a sealed. By the way, I pulled on this motherfucker and it, it is sealed. Um, Rapping Rodney, fucking seven inch fucking record of the single um, and a cassette tape. Of the Rodney Dangerfield, the loser. Um, is it the like right tape? Comedy set. It's ACDC. It is the right tape. That oh. Yeah, it's the comedy album. Yeah. So if anybody has a, a cassette tape, Wu <coughs> Tang, Thirty Six Chambers, <laughs> send it. Uh, Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. Yeah, I'm looking for those. Nice. Uh, the Chronic, the original Chronic. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for those. So, but that prize is going to go out to Ashley Johnson. Yes. So congratulations. Uh, Frankie yep. Pigeons is also going to reach out to you and get your contact. And we're going to mail that to you. So congratulations, Ashley. Uh, thank you for chiming in on the live feed. So I'm going to try to do something cool like that on the live feed, I think, if I can come up with cool prizes regularly. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. We so, can give you some dirt from the Great Escape. For sure. Mm-hmm. It might look remarkably like, like Baker's Baker. Bakersfield <laughs> yeah. dirt. It just comes <laughs> in a little thing. Litter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we just start digging a hole in here. Like, yeah. It's just like fucking, yeah. this looks like fucking brick. What you is know, this? I, it's, this sounds crazy, but people probably would be happy if we chunked out a fucking piece of the wall uh, or something. Give a part of the yeah. studio. Yeah. It comes off that wall real easy. We could, sure does. We could do it. But. Just limestone. Yeah. Like, right there. 
if you just rake across that, scrape it a little pieces, bit. Yeah. yeah. So uh, on that note, uh, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Go to podbelly.com to check out other cool podcasts like Paranormal Punchers and Robots for Eyes. Um, both cool podcasts. If you mm-hmm. haven't checked them out, go check them out at podbelly.com. Um, we're also brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. It's nutritious. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Put it in your mouth hole. King of flavor since 1968. Hide my water bottle. Um, if you see it in the wild, take a picture and tag us. Um, if mm-hmm. you haven't tried it, you should, even if you don't like hot sauce. Um, just you to support need, us, need to support come them. Up with a different thing, though. You too. You too, bro. Come up with a whole different thing. Yeah, I'm a whole saying different you. you. Yeah, no, you. you though. No, a whole you. different. Like, no, you. No. You started with the glasses and stuff. This? You started, yeah. Oh, I'm just completely yeah. transforming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what else? I don't know. Just other things? <clears throat> yeah, who's your you just li- you like who's your, direction. Who's your new boyfriend? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Oh, okay. Me and yeah. Dave really want to know. Well, I was hoping, but like, apparently the feeling's not mutual. No. If you're asking <laughs> me that. No. If you're asking me that, I'm kind of hurt right now, bro. This is well, awkward. You know, there's a lot of fish no. in the sea. You no, know? Yeah. Yes. There's only one in this basement. Yeah, there's a lot of dangles in the bojangles. You know what I mean? That's what they say. Yeah. They do say that. Yeah. Um, but if, even if you don't like hot sauce, you should buy some just to support us, support Teco. Um, try give it, it, give it to your uncle who likes hot sauce and fucking at least try it. You'll be surprised. So many people have fucking messaged us that they're not hot yeah. sauce people, that they never use fucking hot sauce. And because we like just fucking programmed it into them and said it <laughs> so many times, they fucking had dreams about it. Literally yeah. people have said they had dreams about hot sauce. They tried it and now it's fucking, it's part of the regiment. It's like brushing yep. your fucking teeth. When you have lunch or dinner, you have fucking Teco because it's delicious. Yep. Like you can't imagine having without. Like you're like, fuck, what are we going to have for dinner? Oh, fuck, we're out of Elio Teco. Like it's going to make you run to the store for Ruins it. Ruins your dinner because yeah. yeah. you don't have it. Because you don't have it. What I'm saying is we're going to make you addicted. You're going to need it like you need your glasses. Yes. Yeah. Your pink glasses that your boyfriend loves. Yeah. Yeah. That's Brad. See, Brad has to get all homophobic about my pink glasses. No, homophobic. These are a fashion statement. I was just asking. They're retro, bro. I said you're going in the right direction. <laughs> the pink direction. And who's your boyfriend? And who's my boyfriend? I want to know. I did. I, in my mind, me. I did not link those two quest- mm. comments in any way. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. I think I'm understanding more now that Brad doesn't want to be my boyfriend. One. Right. Disappointment. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I already have a boyfriend. <laughs> this is really awkward, bro. Is it? He just bought you a bottle of Dalmore. Is it someone? someone yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, Matthew Adams. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, Axel. you're oh, really yeah, Axel. Axel. Yeah. I didn't mean, yeah. Oh, Axel. I didn't mean yeah. to put you on blast. Yeah. <laughs> Jaxel. Yeah. Now you're really busted, mm-hmm. bro. Now yeah. they both know. Yeah. yeah. All right. So buy some hot sauce. Put it in your mouth hole. Put it on the internet, and then tag us and tag Techo. Internet. Internet. Yeah. Put it on, on the, the internet. On the internet. Internet. Um, check out Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com for stickers and printed goods. Um, they make stickers that last beyond eternity. I have had other podcast stickers on my vehicles, and they've all faded away and turned fucking brown and peeled off. Yep. Guess what's still on there? Mm-hmm. The SK ones. Yep. Yeah. Not the Camarillo one. It's pretty peely. I had to fucking yeah, hot glue it, Dan. I had yeah. to hot glue it. I, and I, he's right next to him. I know. He's right I, next to Pender Cheat. I heated up my hot glue gun, ran outside and hot glued my Camarillo sticker back on. Hmm. And then I traded Brad vehicles and he just peeled it off. Yeah, I took it off. Cut it right off. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Uh, yes. Check that out. Um, check out Jimmy D's Tees. Go to jimmydstees.com and like him across <laughs> social media. Um, he makes t-shirts and uh, 
other cool shit like koozies. Like if you've got a band or he just makes stuff you just might want to buy. If you yeah. just look at his wares, there might already be yeah, something he's got to catch really, really cool shirts and designs. Yeah. Funny shit. He has yeah. some, he told me about some shirt that got like blew up because it's from some obscure band that broke up 17 years ago yeah. that I never heard of. I was like, whoa, whoa, that's just like, way too far now. That's Back, too, I'm not cool enough to even know what the fuck's going yeah. on. I think he needs, he does need to start the band Jimmy D's Nuts. Yeah. That's, that's the perfect He's starting a fucking YouTube uh, cooking channel. I'm going to put him on blast right now so he has to commit to it. Nice. I got to pick the name for it. It's pretty badass. I better not say it just in case he's not ready for it. But he is starting a YouTube cooking channel. And I got to pick the fucking, yeah, I got to pick the name. So we'll see what's up. So more about that soon. We'll definitely give him a shout out for that. Also check out SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com and use code SofaKingPodcast to save 10%. Um, go support Nicole over there. She makes a bunch of cool shit. And uh, obviously, uh, she's she's one of us. She's in the family. She's a supporter. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she makes cool shit. So go get it. And this has actually helped her stop hooking. Yeah. yeah it's it like, has. We, we used yeah. to say that a lot. It's just not the case anymore. Yeah, it's not yeah. the truth. She's really it, stepped you know? out of it. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. part-time hooking. Mm-hmm. And now... She's a full-time entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's doing uh, it. Yeah, doing real good. And she makes yeah. a bunch of cool shit. So go yeah. check it out. Also check out uh, RetroVague at RetroVague.com. Uh, you can co- use code 80s kid to save some money when you do that. So go check that out. And I think that is not Goonies all I or something have. stupid. No, he's a kid, bro. It so could be Goonies. I can do it right now, bro. Change to Goonies. The goonies save 10%. Change your one-eyed uh, Willie. You need to change your yeah. fucking attitude, bro. No, I'm just I'm just doing an impression of you. Oh uh, well, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I got bad. it. I, I knew who it was. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's how you got mad. Yeah, I got confused for a second. I almost thought I said it. Yeah, yeah. I almost thought I said it. I thought, see, whoa, it's like yeah. deja vu, bro. I got to who I'm listening yeah. to. Yeah, it's confusing. You're confusing the audience. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. It's your turn. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done now. Yep. Uh, Patreon all the way home. Sc- do wop do Scout member of the month. Yeah, we uh, had a ex- little extended break on accident purpose, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Dolphin. On Dolphin, on Porpoise. And um, on Donner, on Blitzen. We're back, yeah, on Masturbation Vixen. Yeah. Anyway. That's <laughs> 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 like a disapproval. Yeah, Brad did not that. approve of that. I just uh, see my salad fading away. I wasn't going to make it anyway. Uh, anyway it's too far to drive. It's pretty close. I'll make it over there. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> Better not. Uh, oh, I'm going to now. Uh, Bill Smith, our Sculpt Member of the Month. Uh, we just continued it out. And uh, Bill Smith has been a, a wonderful sport. Uh, he sent us a lot of information about himself. Actually, uh, too much information, if I do say. I mean, he's been one of the most enthusiastic right. Sculpt yeah. Members of the Month. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are hesitant to send us personal uh, things and information about themselves, but um, he has really. I'm glad that the rash went of, away, and in the future, yeah. should I need it, I know what ointment to get. Yeah, but definitely, it, it seemed like yeah. a lot of information at the time. Bill. Yeah, mm-hmm. the bumps though they yeah. they they're there for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, do you know one in three people have herpes, and he's the one in three? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that high. Is it one it, in three? It's that very, can't be it's that. very much one in no. three. Yeah, it's not one in three. Yeah, I'm googling that. Yeah, I got a young kid at work that uh, he's he's still young and you know kind of wants to he wants to be promiscuous you know he hasn't gotten any yet yeah um but uh he he looked that up and he's kind of scared to date now so tell him he should be yeah he should be but yeah so yeah bill is the one in three yeah yeah, yeah. um, or whatever even if it's higher yeah um, which is even crazier that he got picked for that fantastic. God damn, 491.5 <laughs> million people live with the HSV2 infection yeah. of herpes. Yeah. 
That's 13.2% of the world's population. That's a lot. And Bill's in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. He is 13%. Yep. Top 13%. That's probably counts. That's probably, is that cold sores though? That might be cold never sores. A that might not be like it genital might be. herpes. Yeah. Might be. Yeah, know, might be. He has genital herpes. Yeah. He knows the number. He would correct yeah, me yeah, right yeah. now because yeah, he yeah. knows exactly. It's probably more yeah. like one in 10 right. or something with the actual genital part, but right. he has genital herpes on his face. That's Head the thing. He had a piece. He had a piece. What is that? He had a piece. Oh, Herapes. From a Cheech and Chong movie. Yeah, Herapes. It was a guy who thought they were saying hairpiece. <laughs> herapes? They were saying herpes. Yeah. Mexican-Americans, get up early in the morning. I fucking love that. It's a lie. Uh, yeah, so anyway, Bill Smith, he's doing his thing. He is. Right. Still alive and kicking and, uh, yeah. And itchy. Yeah. Yeah. Can't stop bit. the scratch. but. Yeah. Is it itchy or it's burning? Scratchy. Probably. Some people scratchy. can say scratchy. They can say scratchy. Is that a thing? Mm. Scratchy. Yeah, he's like old Baloo rubbing up against a tree. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing over there, Bill? Yeah. With his face, though. That's the yeah. sad. That's the yeah. yeah. He looks like he has like, you think it's a witch mole, you know, on his yeah. nose? It's yeah. not a witch mm. mole. Herpy. Don't touch it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. That's why it's, it goes away sometimes. So what you're saying is he's herpy and he's derpy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly. Tough. That's a tough life. It is. Yeah. To be herpy and derpy. And perpy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of perpy. <laughs> He's got to look for those bare necessities. Mm. Yeah. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King podcast mm. to uh, enjoy the conversation over there. You could possibly uh, post some like techo things and get some, I don't even know what those things are called. Swag. Awards. Mm-hmm. Awards. Awards. <clears throat> and, um, you know, just for just for commenting, just for posting. So You could win a bowling uh, alley. Yeah. Probably not. You I could, mean, though. Odds you are you won't. Yeah. <clears throat> Highly unlikely. But the chance exists. Yeah. Chance does exist. Anything. Yeah. yeah. One of us hit the Powerball. Oh, yeah. We would buy a bowling alley oh, and sure. give it out as a prize. Why are you looking at me? We don't have any money. Brad wants to give away boats and shit. Yeah. So a bowling I mean, alley if we were rich. I'm yeah, not yeah. like a brand new boat. I'm talking yeah. like a used like, boat. Like well, a catamaran. Vinyl yeah. Like a catamaran. <laughs> I'm not yeah. talking about a new bowling alley. I'm talking right. about an old bowling oh, alley. Oh, you don't want a new bowling no, alley. No, you don't. You want, that bowling alley has to smell like fucking 80 years of cigarettes. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, I'd wrap it with new graphics. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It might you just know, be the alley. You know what I did find? In yeah, I found a, the original Donkey Kong machine, mm, not the nice, junior, the nice. original. And I was like, holy shit. Those it? are easier no. to find. Those are they are really? Yeah, because uh, the, there were so many of them. Oh, uh, okay. The juniors are just hard to find because uh. they weren't nearly as popular. Hmm. There was only yeah. one Sammy Davis. This one was junior. all original, though. I was pretty yeah. impressed with it. So You remember how much it was going for? No, it wasn't for sale. It was in a oh, pizza you just parlor. Saw it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they'd probably sell it, maybe. But yeah. probably would. But anyway. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Sofaking Podcast. Uh, like, comment, share, post things on there. Um, as I get older, I'm just losing the internet. Like, I don't know what it does anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. I have Sofaking Brent, Sofaking Dave. And um, check out Elite underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy D's Teas, Podbelly, all that good stuff. And um, you know, show them some love as well. Patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast for as little as a dollar. Get the bonus episodes. And um, Spotify playlist is Sofa King Podcast 2021. And there's some older ones too if you go back. Yep. That's pretty much it. Don't be retarded. Mm-hmm.